your financial thermostat is a crucial factor in determining your financial success. Don't let your financial thermostat hold you back from investing in yourself or your growth. When you can unlock that, you can unlock a whole new world of possibility and relationships. So the question is, how do entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and experts scale to create a massive business all while having fun and impacting lives? Welcome to The Raquel Show. I'm your host, Raquel Quinette, business coach, real estate entrepreneur, investor, wife, and sports mom. This podcast will give you real quick tips, strategies, tools, and inspire you to help you play bigger in business and in life. Are you ready? Let's grow to the next level. Welcome to The Raquel Show. This show is for entrepreneurs who want to play bigger in business and in life. And thank you all for listening while you are getting ready or taking a walk or driving or working out. Just know that I appreciate you being part of this community and sharing this podcast with your friends and family. There's nothing like getting messages on how much you enjoy listening to our podcast and our guest and some of the things that you learn from this community. In this episode, I want to break down how your financial thermostat could be holding you back from what is possible or what you're truly capable of. And you're going to want to listen to this at the end as I share how you can raise your financial thermostat. If you ever hit a ceiling of revenue or you continue to stay stuck at an income level, you may want to consider thinking about your financial thermostat. It may be the thing that could be holding you back, holding you back from growth, holding you back from investing in yourself, holding you back from investing in general, or holding you back in your business. So Raquel, what is a financial thermostat? Let's start off with the basics. Simply put, a financial thermostat is a set of beliefs or behaviors that you might've adopted from your parents or your family, your friends, or your mentors, and it shapes the way you actually think about money or your habits with money and can often determine your financial temperature. If it's high, you're comfortable with earning and managing large sums of money. And if it's low, you may struggle or feel uncomfortable with large sums of money. What that means is you have a low thermostat and when you receive a large amount of money, it almost can make you feel a little uncomfortable or you can actually sabotage your financial success. Some of this could actually result in impulse investments, overspending, or even giving it away to others. Remember, just like your business, and all the tools that you have in your business and all the systems that you have in your business, we utilize those things to make our business better. Same thing with money. Money is just a tool. It's an energy exchange. They say if you have a high financial thermostat, you may look at expenses and investments and investing in people completely different to break through your next level of success to break through of your different financial barriers and achieve financial success. 
In short, your financial thermostat is a crucial factor in determining your financial success. It sets the upper limit of your financial achievements and determines your financial comfort zone. Not right or wrong if you have a low or high, it just really boils down to what you're comfortable with. So let's take coaching for example. Some people look at it, oh my gosh, you pay your coach that much or that's too much. That's more than my car payment. That's more than my house payment. And they put limits on the return of investment. It can even save you from a lot of risk and a lot of time. So as an example, I had a client who went from 1.4 to $15 million in revenue in gross commission income in less than two years. And that's 10X. I remember somebody saying, I can't believe you pay your coach that much. But did you see the growth? Did you see all the millions of dollars just because we made strategic moves? Like, let's really think about that. That's actually like an assistant salary, right? That paid 10X on your business. Call it whatever you want. You can call it like, oh, it was the market. But I can tell you there's a massive difference when people have coaches in their lives versus no ones. I had another client who just started in October and actually fired his whole team, rebuilt his team. He was at 17,000 in revenue or in commissions. And in four months, they went to $80,000. That's four times the growth in four months. Can you imagine where they're going to be? At the end of 2023, he too, in the beginning, thought coaching was too expensive and he was super scared. And today he says, how could I have not have a coach or a strategic partner in my business? Think about how much growth they had and could pay for their coaching just in the growth, probably 20 years or so, at least 10 for sure. And of course, they now do not see it as an expense because they are able to compress time. They're able to find a model that actually works for them and their lifestyle. And they're able to pivot when things do not work. One of my coaches, believe it or not, was close to six figures. And I can tell you, it opened up my world to so many possibilities. I didn't even know existed. The investment in the relationship far exceeded 10x, not only in our business, but in the relationships that I was exposed to and the partnerships that we've been able to create. So how do we raise our financial thermostat? One is develop a positive money mindset. Your thoughts and beliefs about money can have a significant impact on your financial thermostat. Break any old habits, money curses that you might have adopted growing up, and they call them sometimes generational curses, is we can't afford that. Two, how can I make this happen? I don't think when I was growing up, a lot of my parents would say, we don't have money for that. I remember when my friends were picking out colleges and we would get these letters and go, there's no way we can go out of state because we can't afford out of state tuition. And I also remember that in that moment, I can choose to accept that or junior year, I can choose to have three jobs. And speaking of jobs, I can tell you, I was thinking about this situation is I don't think as I look back at all the jobs that I had is I don't think I ever asked for a raise, not a good or bad thing, but here's what I knew about it. 
I knew that I was going to work my tail off. I knew that I was going to stand out. I knew that I was going to get promoted one way or another because I was going to give that extra effort. I'm not saying don't do it. I just figured out how I can do more than average, do more than what's required of me and get ahead of what was needed. And when I was a TL, a team leader, oh, I can tell you when it came to financial thermostat, that rocked my boat. Because when I had accepted that team leader position, the last time I made that type of income was probably junior or senior year. So can you imagine the mindset that I actually had to go through and going, what? You're going from X amount to high school? But I'll tell you, I had two people in my corner and I still thank them today. They told me that sometimes, and this was during the recession, sometimes what's face value isn't really face value. Sometimes you may have to take a step back, Raquel, to see forward momentum, to see forward opportunities. Probably the best advice that I ever got because it exposed myself to the corporate world. It gave me opportunities and relationships that allowed me to fast track my journey in other spaces of real estate. Number two is educate yourself about personal finance. Knowledge is power. You want to raise your financial thermostat? You got to raise that knowledge. Get around people who understand money at a high level. Don't take money advice from broke people. Hire better people, whether it's a CPA, a bookkeeper, or a wealth or money coach. You need to have people around you that understand money. There are different types of money coaches. And when I think about in the beginning at 19, at 20 years old, and I was in the Bay Area selling property, you can only imagine what the paychecks were for a 19-year-old. Had I not had mentors that talked to me about investing, I probably would have more of a collection of purses, clothes that I would no longer own today because I had no idea how to manage money. I just knew how to make it. I had no idea what investing really looked like. But because I had those people in my corner and because I was willing to learn and get around them and soak up their knowledge, I was able to make some great decisions early on in my career. There are different types of money coaches, let me tell you. I've learned in the last two years, depending on what your goals are, you should be very careful. So there are money coaches that can help you break the mindset stuff of what you believe about money. There are coaches that can tell you that just go with the flow and, you know, it's going to come to you when you are in alignment. I partially believe that, but those that actually teach you how you can multiply money and make money work for you, that's where like the true wealth happens. And so my wealth coach is probably one of the most respected ones out there and I've known him for over a decade. So it was like a no-brainer when I decided, hey, last year, we're going to focus on how can we maximize and optimize this area of my life. And number three is take calculated risk. You want to raise your financial thermostat, you've got to take some risk, right? Money does not grow when it sits in a bank with less than 1%. 
You got to find how can you make money work for you? How can you take calculated risk by understanding your financial threshold, your idea of what risk is? Remember, like everybody's risk tolerance is different. Mine is very different from Brad's. And one of the biggest mistakes I will tell you all is, and one of my, I wouldn't say regrets, but one of my biggest learning lessons this last year was we were purchasing properties due to a relationship. And I felt when I looked back that I was led blindly in an area that I was not familiar with. The system was something that I had never experienced. And me even being an experienced investor, I was blessed that Brad wasn't in the day-to-day because I'll tell you, if he knew all the details, I probably would be divorced today, no joke. He's such a high C and he has very low risk tolerance. He also isn't a first-time investor. We've purchased properties together in different states, multiple properties, and have had different property managers. And I'll tell you, this one was definitely the wild one for sure as I look back in 20 plus years of investing. So with that, I would say know what you're absolutely comfortable with. And today, I think my biggest lesson in all of that is I have very specific questions that I will always ask regardless of the relationship. We lost a lot. It'll probably be years that we'll see that even coming back to even a positive. And it was a huge learning lesson for me. So rather than say I totally regretted that decision, it was a big gift for me to learn that lesson because I'm sure it will change how I think about things when I start investing, especially out of the area. And number four is take action on your financial goals. My mentor told me that money goals need a plan. Every money goal needs a plan. So set your goals, create a plan and take steps to achieve it. Celebrate your wins no matter how small. Start thinking differently about money. Some of the things I had adjust last year as I didn't have any debt on cars for a long time but you knew that I had to buy something because my oldest was going to start driving. And I looked at it completely different because I was in a mastermind, because I had a wealth coach that exposed me to different things. And rather than think of it as bad debt, as we all think with like automobiles, is how could I purchase property to get the cash flow that could pay that car payment? Or how could I purchase this purse by optimizing points and getting some extra perks, right? So I think all in all is if you've got some financial goals, write them down and take action. Every step is a step forward. Every step will help you get closer to what you want. Don't let your financial thermostat hold you back from investing in yourself or your growth. When you can unlock that, you can unlock a whole new world of possibility and relationships. Once you raise the bar in one area of your life, other areas get affected too. Just surround yourself with people who have done things that you are looking to do. When you pay, you pay attention. 
when the risk is scary or you have those butterflies in your stomach, that is a signal that a new level of growth is knocking. If you're going to bet on anything, bet on you. So take that bold action that you've been thinking about or procrastinating about, take that life goal or that bucket list item that you've been wanting to and ask yourself, what's my plan this year for making that happen? I'm going to challenge you guys on that. I want to thank you all for listening, for sharing our episodes on your stories. Thank you all for your support and being a part of our community. Until our next episode, don't forget to play bigger. Thank you for listening to this episode and hanging out with me today. If you're loving The Raquel Show and you've gotten value from it for your business or your life, please don't forget to hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. I'd love to connect with you further, so text me at www.textraquel.com and send me a message. You'll be added to our VIP list for updates and special events we're hosting for our community. I look forward to hanging out with you on the next episode. 